20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. What about my three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal, and this is episode 27. It's a Swinging Around the Lifestyle interview episode, and we interviewed a very cool, awesome couple, Phil and Linda. And I just wanted to pop in here just for a second to sort of apologize for the audio quality. The audio quality for this episode isn't quite what we normally have, and doesn't sound the best, but it's still an awesome interview with an awesome couple. Enjoy, and enjoy the second introduction you're going to hear right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Swinging Around, the sex-positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. And I'm JB. And today we have another special episode we're going to be doing in uh, what we're starting to call our segments, Swinging Around the Lifestyle. So today we're interviewing a couple of listeners, Phil and Linda. And we'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, Phil. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Hi, guys. How are you? Doing great. Very, very good. So good to have you guys on the show. Thanks. We're excited. Yeah, yeah we're excited about it. it the <laughs> lifestyle's an exciting thing, so we're always excited to talk about it. So let's start off and get to know you a little bit better. Um, how did you guys meet as a couple, and how did you get into the lifestyle? Uh, we were high school students. We've been married for 22 and a half years. We have a large family, lots of kids. Let me interrupt you right there. Your high school sweethearts. Did you lose your virginity to each other in high school or after high school? On the wedding day, we were good Catholics. We waited. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that, that is self-control. I wouldn't have been able to do that. It was, it was a challenge. We spent uh, a, a lot of years in high school like, oh, no, no, we're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. We but, were very good at everything else by the time we got that wedding yeah, day. That's true. <laughs> that was going to be my next question was, did you do anything else? Everything else. Otherwise, poor Phil's balls. Right. Healthy shade of blue. Yeah. <laughs> he, he actually told everyone at our wedding reception, including my own own father that the earth was going to quake at nine o'clock that night yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nine o'clock that's mid-reception he had a time he's he was counting down the time and by 902 the quake would be over <laughs> i think it lasted about two minutes yeah. that's <laughs> oh that's great so sorry to interrupt go on <laughs> you have kids i think you were saying Yes, so we um, started going on vacations, just the two of us, to get away from the children and reconnect as a couple, and we started going to Sandals Resort. We did that for a while, and then one time we were talking about our ultimate vacations, and I said, oh, I want to go to California and do the wine country. It's going to be romantic, and we're going to frolic in the meadows in California, and Phil said, um, how about we do sandals but sexier? Yeah. Frolic in the meadows, meaning. <laughs> no, no, no. For her, it meant like, let's just go and, you know, we'll hold hands and watch sunsets and it'll be lovely and beautiful. But when we would go to Sandals for a lot of years, it was, you know, we'd go and be alone, you have a drink, and you'd just be adults because you got a lot of little kids at home. And, you know, one thing leads to another. And every time we would go, it'd be a lot about sex. I mean, you know, we were very much 
in love and we've been together for over 20 years and have a really great sex life and we'd have awesome sex every night. And so after a long time, we started saying, but you know, it's really fun. The, the, the vacations are really fun. The sex is really awesome. If we could just do this, maybe in an even sexier environment, that'd be really hot. And so when Linda said to me, so what would you like to do? What, what would your dream vacation be? I said, something like those sandals things, but like ramp it up a little bit. So we did, uh, like everyone does, we went online and did a Google search for adult sexy vacations. And what popped up on the screen changed our life. It was uh, the resort that most swingers have heard of now. It's kind of the, the, um, the, 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 the crown jewel of swinger resorts. In Cancun, Mexico is a resort called Desire. And um, we didn't, when it popped up, uh, I was like, now just open your mind, sweetheart. Come just look at this. <laughs> you know, have a wide open mind when you look at this. So are you pretty sure she was going to say no? Yeah, because I looked at it and it says clothing optional, lifestyle friendly. First of all, I've never been clothing optional from anyone but my husband. <laughs> right. And lifestyle, lifestyle what does that even mean? I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah, so did you think like nudist kind of thing? Since clothing optional, light, lifestyle, did you think that just meant nudist? I thought it meant, yeah, I just thought it meant people who are nudists who eat cl- eat naked and hang out naked all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit the eating part was a little weird. Or that, that was a little... Uh, fear not fear of mine but kind of like how gross is it going to be or a bunch of people just sitting around in a restaurant naked because yeah. a, health, a health concern you know you don't want a pube in your food yeah no doubt it, it, it was I, I was very intimidated and we found um uh, phil found the desire forum on the web and he said just read this forum read it and you know it's it's a website that is designed by people who mostly love desire all about the resort trip reports and i read it like the bible like every verse, everything ever posted on there yeah. before. I yeah, that is go. that is a great website. I also um, found that and showed it to JB, but she wasn't too. She's like, yeah, 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 whatever. We'll we'll find out what it's like when we go. I was already and, convinced that we were gonna go. I didn't. I I didn't want my opinion to be tainted by what everyone else says. Because like, if you if you go in with really high expectations, you don't want them to be you know, trash, if you go in with low expectations, then you might kind of be a downer a little bit at the beginning. So Although, I just wanted to go in open-minded. It sounds like for them, it's like it was for me, just curiosity to get yeah. to you. What are other people saying about it? Well, and... for Linda, it sounds like it was a necessity to get her to, to come to the dark side. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and even then, I mean, in all fairness. Yeah, we. I said, all right, I will go, but only for three nights. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not taking my clothes <laughs> off. And if I'm scared, I'm hiding in the room the entire time, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, fine. They hate that. I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't know. We've never been naked before. I, I'm okay with that. Maybe it's going to be really creepy and weird. So I'll hide in the room with you. That's cool. She was absolutely like, I am not getting naked, and I am not getting in this world-famous hot tub jacuzzi on the, on the <laughs> rooftop. That is for crazy people. <laughs> like, hey, 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 sweetheart, no problem. That's no big deal. We're just we'll watch. Is- Let's just watch. It'll be awesome. And <laughs> so, so you were you were pretty open to it uh, right away, Phil. You were you had you you didn't really have too many reservations about going. I didn't, but in all fairness, we had no intention and no interest in swinging or swingers or the lifestyle. We didn't know what it was, and frankly, we wouldn't have been interested in it. We weren't interested in. It. We were interested in sexy stuff. We weren't interested in <laughs> being with. Anyone else? We'd never been with anyone else, and frankly, we were totally content, and happy, and loved our sex life. It wasn't like we were looking to to bring anybody else in our in our bed. No way. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So. so did you end up doing any kind of playing around when you were in Desire that first time? Oh, no. When, no they, when we when we went to the lobby and they, you know, checked you in and then they said, well, have you ever been here? Now we're first, first time. They said, well, let's give you a tour of the, the, the resort. And they took us out there and they took us by the pool. And I had never really seen another naked man live in my life. I mean, I saw the <laughs> pool, but not like live in color in front of me. Yeah. And so they're walking us by the pool, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, pulling my sunglasses down, like, there are so many different things here, and they're all different. Like, look at them. It was like a <laughs> but I wasn't going to touch them. I just wanted to look at them. <laughs> so, so that was, like, your first in- introduction to Cax Galore. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was amazed at the variety. <laughs> Did you guys have Were the there any uncut? Sure. Just curious. Did you see an uncut one? Because okay. I think we saw one. Oh yeah. Yeah, we Yeah, yeah, when <laughs> that's something that J B is much less familiar with, so yeah, it was like eye opening for her. Oh, so yeah. we saw all you... sizes, shapes, uncircumcised, we saw yeah, colors, we saw I mean, you can imagine you see everything and in those places not only do you see bigger people and smaller people and older people and younger people and heavy people and super hot people and shaved people and unshaved. Well, you see it all. So, which is all part of the that's part of the excitement, part of the 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 the, the newness of it. The first time we went, so it was. Yeah. We we went. Did you guys- we spent two nights there, and when we left, we we were just so keyed up with, oh my gosh, did you see all that? It was so hot. All the sex is going on all the time. I mean, every night the the disco is rocking, and the people are bouncing on the floor, and girls are you know uh, are winking at me and. And, you know, trying to talk to us. And well, you are pretty hot. Oh, yeah. And we're hiding, <laughs> you know. But, well, <laughs> you said I was hot. Oh, that's what we are. Um, uh, we had, so we were hiding. But yeah, um, We, we met one couple, and they were nudists, not in the lifestyle. And I was like, oh, good, you're my best friend, because you won't try anything. Yeah. <laughs> hang out with you. That's true. So. so did you guys have the awkwardness like we did? I know when we first got there, on our very first day, we, you know, you get checked in and we're still in our clothes from the plane and then our room wasn't quite ready. So then here we are just in our civilian clothes. We just, we, we stood out like a, like, like. Well, we are just wearing jeans and it's in the middle of Mexico, so it's hot and we're not dressed for it, sweating our balls off. Yeah, I know. Next time we go, we got to. you got plastered, not used to the all-you-can-drink atmosphere. Well, but. Yeah, next time we go, I know that I just have to. We we know that we need to be ready for to get our clothes off quickly and be wearing ba- bathing suits under our clothes or something. Bathing suits? Just... Who does that? Well, you you go naked. I know, but I don't know. Oh, but... Unless you're going to eat, and then you put on something across the bottom. So how was your no? So how was it like like the first like hour you were there? Did you get naked right away? So what what did you do? Well, I mean, you know how it is. We were scared, so we sat there, and we were like, we're not taking anything off. Just sit there, but then it wouldn't take long, and I'm looking at Linda like, come on, come on. I'm elbowing her on the, in the arm, like, come on, you've got to take something off. you got to take the top off, you know? And so finally she was like, okay, she take her top off, and then, you know, about a half an hour later, I'd clap my bottoms off just so we wouldn't look peculiar because we didn't have our, our suits on. And then within an hour or so, what you find in those places is that everybody – you know, there's nudity, and it's you just you do because everyone else is, and it helps you fit in, and it's very comfortable. And even though we had never done it before, within an hour or two, you're pretty comfortable naked. Well, you know, you're 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 self-conscious about it, but you'd be surprised how how comfortable you get without. Waiting. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you you get over it pretty quick, yeah. and you you know you start to settle in. It doesn't take long, and everybody's everybody's so cool and welcoming mm-hmm. that you just you settle into the atmosphere really quickly. Yeah. So, how soon after that first trip did you find yourself going back? Yeah, well, so we got we left, and it was so hot. So you see so many awesome things. I mean, at Desire, up on the rooftop jacuzzi around it, there are beds, of course, open air beds, and on them at any time in the evening or any time in the afternoon, there'll always be people making love, sometimes just with their partners, sometimes with a group of people. And we sat in a corner and watched this like live porn. It was so amazing. And, you know, people, uh, you, you often tell a story about, you know, people, foreign people, the Belgians that were there were like, who is this Belgian group? They come in and they got strap-ons and they've got toys and they're swapping from bed to bed. They were moving so fast. I was trying to keep track of who was with who. I had like a notebook <laughs> in my head. Yeah. It's totally hot. And so we got you know, you leave, you get in the airplane, and your head is spinning with how amazing the place is. And we got home, and I mean, within a day, you, who were like, I'm not doing anything, were online booking the trip. And we went back 10 weeks later. So, wow. 10 weeks later, wow. 10 weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. How many nights did you stay that um, The second trip, we went also for just three nights. And, you know, you baby step in just a little bit. The first trip, we were afraid we didn't talk to anyone. The second one, we would introduce ourselves to people or they would introduce themselves to us. And we would say, hi, nice to meet you. I'm, you know, we're not swingers. And, you know, people were always uh, – that, that's, that's one of the really coolest things about the lifestyle is that the people are super open, very genuine. Very friendly. Yeah. Very friendly. And, and – totally respectful of your boundaries if you're like oh uh, you know if you flat out tell people uh, um i'm just here to watch or please don't touch me or or i love sexy talk but um you know uh, uh, but uh, you know whatever whatever you're into everyone is completely respectful nobody ever goes like oh come on let's go come on get real they they'll tease and play but no everyone is super respectful and that really helped us get comfortable um you know notoriously desire has a rooftop jacuzzi where um, 50, 75, sometimes 100 naked people are in this little jacuzzi and they're not that big for 100 people. And it is a, it can be a grope session. I mean, it really can. Um, but you get pretty comfortable with it in a relatively short period of time because everyone is just really, really open and really, really friendly. So it was awesome. And, uh, but we didn't, we still didn't do anything. We yeah. still went a second trip, really watching, got home, and we were like, that was so hot, that was so hot, and we booked a third trip for three months. <laughs> right? Wow. Yeah. Four nights. This is all still, still within the same calendar year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Within, we were there three times in the first seven months. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Crazy and awesome. That was crazy. Yeah. It was hot. It was fun. It was, it was terrific. So, we, we what do you fun. tell your family when you keep going away without your children? I know. Well, Three times in a year. I have a birthday in March, and you know when the kids are off in summer vacation, we could go. And for Christmas, we always say to each other, "We don't want presents; we just want to go away because we have a lot of children, and so it's a time for us to get away." And luckily, we have a lot of family around that can help, and we have older children now; they're in college, and so they could help watch the younger yeah. children. So yeah, we lie a lot, and we lie. <laughs> So is the life of a swinger. Yeah, we lie. We're, we're good at lying. And, um, but, you know, that second trip when we went, I realized it's not really the men I was afraid of because the men were all very gentlemanly and very nice. 
it was more the women that were pressuring me. I mean, they're pulling me up on the dance floor and they're groping on me and they're whispering sexy things in my ear and they're petting me. And I was like, oh my gosh, hands in the air like girls. I don't know what to do with them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. So, but then we went back a third time. We still had not done anything else in the lifestyle. We were not online. We had not gone to a club. We didn't even know any of that stuff existed. We're learning all of this from people we meet at Desire. Right. So the closest thing we got is when we got there about the third time, we would go. Desire has, um, and and many of these places do, it has a playroom. It's the the, um, lobby area. I'm sorry, it's off the disco, right? And it has a playroom. And so one night, you know, late in the evening, I'm like passing Cosmos to Linda. Here, have another. Here, have another Cosmo. Have another Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she's like, oh, okay, all right. And finally, uh, just enough that I could kind of grab her hand and yank her into the um, into the playroom where she's like, okay, I'm just going to lay here. I'm not looking around. I am not talking to anyone. I'm just going to lay here. Just get on top of me and do whatever you need to do kind of thing. <laughs> and so, really sexy. That's so, the yeah. sexiest words every man wants yeah, to hear. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, you could hear the sexy sound of other people in the room. You could hear, you know, all yeah, everyone else in the room is doing what they're doing and no one would approach us or anything. They could, you can tell from body language who wants to be just with a couple. And so, um, that was the first time we'd ever done anything near anybody else. It was, it was like, we thought, we are crazy. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first time ever doing something. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so we thought we were big shots. And then, um, uh, but by the end of the third trip, it was, it's just so inviting. It just, you know, the, it, it really just kind of attracts you and allows you to, to just baby step a little at a time in an environment like that. That by the end of the very third trip, um, two things happened. One was that we met, uh, as many people do, you meet kind of a mentor person, someone that's more more just comfortable. And we happened to meet a woman uh, who we're still friends with a couple of years now later, and uh, she was very open. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm bi. I like anal. I like uh, you know, I like people pull my hair. You know, whatever." She was very open. She tells anything, and I was like, "Well, hell, if you're gonna talk. I'm gonna listen. Let's go. Let me ask some dirty <laughs> questions. You know." And you do, and you find out that people are very open, and they love to talk about their sexy super secrets. And um, so they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we heard about, you know, all the dirty stuff she likes to do. And she was very hot, real sexy. And toward the end, she would get real flirty and uh, with, with Linda. And uh, we really were one night where finally the girls are all tipsy, and it's we're getting out of the hot tub, and it's like, we could lay down on one of these beds here. We could lay down together, maybe with this girl. And, and um, no, no, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And so uh, we said, no, no, we, we just can't do that. And we went back to our room, and it's like, bang, bang, bang. You know, it was hot, super hot. And I'm whispering, you wanted it, didn't you? you, you I know you wanted it. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's hot. You guys are turning me on. <laughs> really and then the last night that we were there uh, another couple had met who was brand new like us we all thought it was super erotic and we did lay on one of those outdoor uh, rooftop beds and with our own partners on the same bed and had sex with our own partners next to someone else and the girls kind of held hands a little bit and it was a little touching and we got up from that we were like wow like we are yeah, I got my Yeah, don't you just feel like you've got the dirtiest little secret? Like if yeah. if only they could see me now. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. Yeah, and and those first few times, especially the first 
having having sex around other people is just it's such a su- surreal experience. It's just awesome, and the mm-hmm. the, the noises going on. Well, I know it's supposed to be like the secret thing you do in private, and you don't tell anybody, and people don't know that you do it until all of a sudden you end up pregnant, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess they do have sex." I know it's like world. It's 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 like a whole different world when you have sex in front of other people for in the same room for the first time. It's like because nobody's supposed to do this you know you you're, yeah you just broke just like some the, sacred law yeah the taboo has been broken and then you open up this whole world and then and then, and then we it's all, all downhill we all know what happens and we from get there. dirty <laughs> that's right that's right so now for you guys too you had that whole religious aspect of it you said you were you were catholic and and virgins until married so i imagine that was difficult for you to get over yeah, it was much harder for me than for Phil. He was like, ah, I don't think that anybody's really caring too much about what we're doing. And then I, I actually met a girl at Desire, um, and she was pretty active in the lifestyle, and she was Catholic, too. I think there's lots of Catholics in the, in the lifestyle. We're all repressed when we were young. And she said, oh, I was right. she said, it's, well. it's fine. She said, I went to the priest, and I went to confession, and I told him I had sex with another man, and my husband watched. And the priest said, just do, you know, 10 Hail Marys and you'll be forgiven. So <laughs> she said, if you ever feel guilty, just say 10 Hail Marys and let's go on. I think there comes a point where you don't have enough time in the day to keep saying <laughs> Hail Marys. Yeah, you're wearing out your rosary. <laughs> so was it after that third time that you guys came back and, and um, started set a profile or getting online or start looking at right just just like everybody once you once you do this you kind of do this on vacation you just it's hard to leave there now we know some people that do leave leave this sexy stuff and they only do it on vacations and good for them but and that's what we thought we would do but when you get back home it was it's you, you know you can only go to mexico so often and you you kind of need that fix you're excited about it so we did come home and we kind of looked around to see where there maybe places you could go maybe a club that would be had that sexy disco atmosphere the way it is at the disco, you know, when we were in Desire. And there are places. We live in Ohio, and uh, it, we happen to be in a great um, state for swinging. It just so happens. And we didn't know it, but it really is. There are awesome clubs um, that are all on-premise, and they're all over Ohio. Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, Dayton. Um, there really are a lot of great clubs. And so we live within a couple hours of, of a lot of great swing clubs. And so... We went for the first time. We went to. We, we signed up on SLS first. No, so. not no, no. We didn't do. That. So why, why don't you describe what an on-premise club is for for the listeners? Okay. So or I guess you'll get to that in the course of things. Well, I, well, we've talked about it, but yeah, well, let's let's yeah. let's refresh the memories. Yeah. So <laughs> all right. The, obviously, most clubs are either on-premise or off-premise. Meaning, essentially, are there playrooms there where people, after dancing, drinking, mingling, whatever, go back to a room, sometimes private, sometimes in public view, and are free to have sex there. And so um, we prefer on, on-premise on clubs these days, mostly because, you know, you get turned on, it's hot, it's sexy, you've been grinding on this girl for the last hour and everybody's turned on and it's really kind of a mood killer to have to, oh, um, you know, maybe we should go get a hotel room or something or worse yet, kind of like, well, um, maybe we could meet for a date next week and then we'll, you know, we can all do something then, which is what happens at off-premise clubs. So we prefer on-premise because if the mood's just right, you know, you can play to whatever level yeah. you want to. Plus, it's a little it's- sexy environment, I think, when you're in an on-premise club because people know there are playrooms back there if yeah. the mood strikes them. So it seems like whenever we go to a club in Ohio versus a, a party up in Michigan that's off-premise, 
they're the dancing sexier the atmosphere is sexier because there is that element of hey if it if you want it's better so are these places right. open seven well, days a week or weekends only Nah, most places there are you know in other areas of the country big clubs will be open all week long but even the biggest clubs in our area are open usually friday night saturday night nice. occasionally some Sunday. wednesdays and sundays yeah but usually Sunday. no it's, it's more select nights and needless to say for anybody that doesn't know about clubs saturday is by far the the key night of the week so if you if you've never been to a club before go on a saturday um that's when you're going to see kind of what it's about so yeah, we need to travel. We haven't gone to any of the clubs in Ohio, and we out, definitely yeah. we we are we are definitely going to travel. Oh for yeah, sure. we will. We're for sure. Yeah. Sunday so, nights are usually a little quieter, and a lot of single guys are single there. Guys, and if yeah. it's a if it's a good club, then on Saturday nights they don't allow single men, or they are have to be sponsored by a couple, and so it's mostly couples. Mm -hmm. So it's a little less intimidating than, you know, you're not going to have, I mean, if you're looking for a single guy, then they're there, but right. they won't be approaching you on Friday night. They're a little more. Yeah, right. So did you guys go to a, did you guys create a profile on uh, SLS and then find out about the parties or did you go and find out about the parties in your area through another way and then work your way online or how did that go? Yeah, that's a good question. So. Um, we went to a party, uh, went to, went to a club. We looked it up online, like, I don't know, maybe probably swinger or lifestyle. It's not hard to find clubs. If you're, you know, look, know the right terms to use on Google and uh, having been desired three times, we can find it pretty easily. So we go to a club and, um, it was, it was, you know, we, we just to kind of watch and what you see, the amazing thing is even if you're not doing anything, which we weren't still then, but the, the, the show is great because you can go back into the back rooms where, you can watch all kinds of awesome sex right out there in the open. And that alone is super hot. Well, we'd, we'd go and we'd watch and then we'd go into a private room and just be together. Right. Because the rooms in the back are not just bedrooms. They're all, they have themes. They have, some have swings, some have, um, you know, tables in them. Some have vibrators in them. Some are, have mesh so you can see through the walls. You know, they all, they're very sexy rooms. Yeah. They're not just like a bedroom. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So did you feel clean in these areas? Are they, I mean, are they clean? Are they, are there, you know, what kind of cleanliness is there? We always laugh and say, how would you like your job to be? I clean the sheets at the swinger club party because yeah, they have a little guy <laughs> running around cleaning sheets in all the bedrooms. And I'm like, how do you put that on your resume? <laughs> That's my job, yeah. I clean sheets. So yeah, and all the, rooms, the all the rooms have sheets in them, but usually there's a guy running around with sheets and towels and condoms, and they all are fully stocked. Yeah. Do you guys tip them? Is it, is it? I assume that's like like the bathroom jockey. Yeah, they give you a condom, you give them a tip. <laughs> usually, just like in places that you know, they have them in bowls out on you know for anybody yeah. to see it stuff. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, there's a I just stuff. picture a guy running around with a towel and <laughs> condoms and <laughs> I don't know <laughs> disinfected. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like, like a restaurant. Garçon, garçon, yeah. and then right. and they yeah, just over you. These clubs also have like very open playrooms in the middle of the room where they have like one has a pyramid bed. They have one bed on top, and then a lot of beds all around it. Yeah. So I mean, even if you aren't going to do anything and you don't want to play just to see the show right. is there's plenty of show to see. It's very oh, yeah. sexy. Yeah, we see all kinds. Of, I mean, you can imagine. You, you do. You see great stuff. They have. They have. Um, um, we've been. There are glory holes, right? If that's what you're into, there's there's one that has like a, a female glory hole where you lay on a table and you kind of put your legs through the wall, right? You can imagine <laughs> how that works. 
Um, there are there are um, crosses up in some of the playrooms. We we were together one night and New Year's Eve. We were sitting there. We're kind of all we were with a couple and we're sort of playing a little bit and we're talking and teasing. And sure enough, up on on one of these crosses, uh, chained, she gets up and this really cute little girl, um, you know, tiny little thing with a cute little ass gets naked and they chain her to this cross and her husband or boyfriend, I don't know what it is, comes over and he takes off his belt and he's kind of playfully kind of smacking her on the ass. And we're all watching, getting turned on. She's really hot. And uh, she starts, we started listening to her and sure enough, she's saying, see, 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 like she's Spanish. And she's saying, yes, see, see, see. And we're all, oh, this is so hot. See, see, see. And we're thinking, she doesn't speak any English. That's really hot. And then she's around and she says, oh, see, thank you, daddy. <laughs> we all went, daddy? Did you say daddy? <laughs> So then I start giggling because I think it's so funny. And, and Phil's like, you're breaking the mood. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. There's hot. There's tons of cool stuff. You can see everything in these clubs. So we totally recommend the clubs are a great thing. Anyway, so we did that just once and we went to go watch. And then what's noteworthy is after we did that, um, that was in maybe September, early October, one evening in the end of October, we're sitting around on a Saturday night and we're at about four in the afternoon. And we said, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. It's nothing to do. It's late October. And we said, hey, what about that club we went to that one time? We could go there again. I bet they're having a party. Sure enough, look online. They're having a Halloween party. Now, we didn't realize, but anybody that doesn't know is not in a lifestyle. Halloween is like the high holy day for swingers. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's that's the major swinger holiday. Right. Oh, yeah. That's where we can get to come out in droves in our costumes. and Totally. Just we didn't know. be crazy. Hell yeah, we didn't know that. So we were like, I don't know, grab some, you know, a cape, and uh, I don't know, you can. We were in the kids' Halloween yeah. basket. Yeah. Well, that's even better because if it's kids' clothes, it, it'll it. barely fit. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we showed up, and needless to say, every you know, there's people for Halloween. People start putting costumes together months in advance, months in advance, and uh, we showed up like, well, about we showed that up. time. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, we still haven't got ours. We we still have no idea, and we need to go. And what's funny is we were just thinking about the logistics of getting costumes. Usually, the usually we'll go together and pick something out or look online together. Or and, but but we'll go. You will usually go to a local store, you know, Lovers Lane or something, and pick out and pick something out. But with the baby, we're like we have to go separately this year because uh, or else you know take him into the store. And then we thought about it for a second. We're like, no, no, we can't take him into the <laughs> store. So so we're gonna have to go separately this year. So I I told JB that she's just gonna have to let me know what she thinks is sexy again. Then just so she, naked. <laughs> So we're picking out this year's costumes, and I'm trying to decide what for men. Here's the deal. For women, it's totally easy to find hot costumes. Go in any store. Every costume is super smoking hot for women. It's like it's swingers central every time you go into the Halloween store. But it's very hard to find sexy men's costumes. They're all, like, yes. dorky, goofy. I don't know. You know, like, I'm not putting on a skirt or a cape. or You look goofy. So the, what we have found is, that um, the trick for men is to go, essentially, whatever costume you wear, don't wear a shirt. So you can wear, like, a vest, or you can wear just a cowboy hat and chaps below, or you can wear jeans with, uh, you know, uh, feathers on, in your head for an Indian or something. But go without a, a shirt, because that's, that's, that's where we start. So I That's essentially what Cal did the last two times. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's it. So I go without a shirt, and then whatever I do, then... It's easy for Linda to find something that will, you know, go along with that because every woman's costume is smoking hot. You put heels on anything, it's smoking hot. Oh, I agree. 
I agree. <laughs> yeah, especially your heels. Smoking hot. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so we showed up at Halloween. And it was like, there were, I don't know, 700 couples or something. It was so packed. Yeah. Two DJs, two floors, to, full of people. And we were just talking to people. And this guy said, come on, there's somebody here that knows you. Well, you never want to hear that at anything in the lifestyle that someone made oh. you. <laughs> Not if you're in the closet. I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I was probably almost in tears. Like, someone knows me here. And so he took us upstairs to that part of the club. And there was a couple that we had met at Desire that was there at this, at this party. And they recognized us. And they're like, you're not swingers. Why are you here? And I was like, oh, well, yeah. we're, we're, we're taking baby yeah, steps. <laughs> Needless to say, that night they, they got to test just whether we were swingers or not. <laughs> they were giving us some, some lessons. It's true. It's true. That was your first experience with, with, with a woman going down on you. Yes. Yeah, it was. We we hadn't, you know, it was it was ridiculously hot for me. I we essentially we all went into kind of a private room. The four of us, this couple that we had met, we had seen them from there. We we did uh, back then. We we weren't interested, but um, they were very sexy, and really hot, and she was a little more experienced. And they, the husband and wife, laid Linda down on the bed, and between them, you know, he would kiss her mouth and kind of you know rub, rub her chest and kiss her tits and she the, the woman would go down and you know licking her tasting her and i just kind of was like standing there in awe with my jaw dropped like oh my gosh this is hot so um there was i mean you came from her mm -hmm. that was yeah, yeah. that was fast that was yeah. fast yeah was smoking hot so <laughs> Yeah. I think you're making making Cal blush a little bit over here. Okay, I'm blushing too. It's all good. <laughs> so that you know, Halloween's a great time if you're anywhere near Halloween and you want to see what it's about. If you'll get sensory overload, go to a club around Halloween time. So, so that was your first time doing any kind of any swapping, any yeah. actual playing with another couple. It was. But then you fell. You it sounds like you didn't get to actually yeah, play that. You just, night. you just had some watch action, it right? Is, is that what? It was sensory overload for me. I. The truth is, and I'm, this is almost a little embarrassing, but I think, I don't even know if I was hard. I mean, I never had my, took my pants off, but it's like so intense to watch your wife of 20 years, who you've only been with, and get to sit and watch that was like, I mean, I, I was dizzy. I was lightheaded. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so, but it was hot. It was fun. And, you know, you go back home and the next, you know, all night long, you're like banging it out because it was so hot. Did you like that? Did you like that? I mean, the pillow talk is, you know, crazy hot. So it was great. Not to mention the spank bank afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It was awesome. So we had a really good time with that. And, uh, and then, believe it or not, we were like, we can't resist it anymore. We got back from that kind of party and we booked another trip to Desire about a month later. <laughs> So we, we went to Desire four times in less than a year. Yeah, less than a year. About, and uh, about 11 months, four times. And the fourth trip, we went and said... Anything goes, yeah. We were... Well, we, not were, well, we were soft only soft-soft, but we were like, let's just see what happens. Let's try not to have too many rules. And we were in four different rooms for four nights <laughs> with four different couples. It's I was true. like, we are sluts. We were sluts. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. But that was, that was, it was really intense. You know, that was an interesting trip too, because while we did experience lots of different people and lots of different bedrooms and, and uh, some of the first things we'd ever done, I mean, a, a woman sucked me off and swallowed and I, I had never done it before. 
My uh, wife never swallows. I did. I <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't even know what to think about that. It was crazy. Uh, <laughs> wild, all new experiences. And four nights we were there and four nights we were in somebody else's room learning something new, including the last night it was three couples. It was like six of us in there. That was total. <laughs> we did have one hard rule that everybody has when they get started, which is soft only. We were only soft. And um, that was fine. Everyone was very respectful of that. But it didn't take long before you started thinking like, you know, there's not a whole difference here between he's got his dick and he's rubbing all over your, you know, wet clit and, you know, just a little slip and he's in. So, it's, I mean, it's not that far a difference. And so we, we were soft for quite a while and we really didn't want to make that transition. We were very resistant to it. Like, that's not something we're, we ever want to share with anyone else. But... Um, I don't know. A few months later, that all changed too. So, <laughs> yeah, that well, sounds very much like our journey. Yeah, we know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually had a couple from Michigan that we had seen quite a few times, and we were going to go back to Desire again. And yeah, for we, a fifth trip, in between the fourth trip. and fifth trip, yeah. yeah. And so, and there was a couple that was coming back to Desire to see us, and he was like, "We're going full. We're going full." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I just don't know if I can do it." I was really turned on by him. He was a bodybuilder. He was very good looking, and. Yeah. And so we had this couple from Michigan that we had seen a few times, and I said, well, I trust them. Let's try full with them, and it will be either be fireworks or it will be like, okay, let's move on. So we actually did with them before we went to Desire for the Trip. We were like, okay, we're going to go full. We're going to do it. And yeah. it was like, it was nice. It wasn't fireworks. It was right. just like, okay, that was right. good. I mean, he was great. You he was very excited. good. He was a great guy. Yeah, he was I, very, I really enjoyed very, being with his wife, right. and, you, and we had a great time to us together. But it wasn't like a huge barrier that we had built it up in our head to be, you know, it's more like, it's the same thing, just with a little different position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the thing that I wanted to ask you is, so you've gone at different times of the year. What is your favorite time of the year to go to Desire? Uh, March actually is our favorite time of the year. Yep. The weather is beautiful. It's like 85. It's nice nights. It doesn't rain. It doesn't rain. It's, yeah. That's, that's the best beautiful. weather is usually in March, but we've been in July, we've been in no, December, we've, we've, you know, been, we've been in, in August, yeah, April, all kinds yeah. of things. It's always good when you're naked and, you know, soaking down, stuffing, dipping down uh, uh, Corona, yeah. But, yeah, it is, uh, but in August, we've been in August before, it's very hot there, and that disco at night, it is like a sauna. It is yeah. hot. You talk about naked dancing, you're going to be doing right. something because you can't wear clothes in there. Right. <laughs> We're dancers. We love to dance. Mostly you love to dance. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you're a swinger, you have to love to dance, at least if you're a woman. I mean, that's prime time for rubbing up and on people and grinding and just that's like the, the perfect way to, to flirt with people. Totally. Well, that, I mean... I never dance except at swinger stuff. We go to weddings and I sit in the chair like everybody else, big loser. But at swinger stuff, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, you can't get us off the floor because it's, it's you call it dancing, but really all it is is clothed pumping. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just it, it makes me afraid to dance at weddings because I'm afraid the swinger in me is going to come out and we're going to dance inappropriately. <laughs> I know we have a daughter who's getting. Where we're at. <laughs> yeah, we have a daughter who's getting close to getting engaged, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to like practice like oh, vanilla God. dancing before oh, her gosh. wedding. Boring. Yeah, you got to be careful. Or you're going to be the show of the you're going to be the yeah. show of the reception. You can't see something you like and just reach over and grab it. Yeah. If I whip out your tit at her wedding, that's <laughs> why I got to go over to you guys. 
Just call it a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. <laughs> Mark would have not even away with that. So, uh, yeah, but dancing is a great thing, and it does, you know, Desire makes for a really fun thing, but mostly it's just if you, um, it, the, the part of the great part of clubs and, and anywhere where you're going to be around swingers is that they wear these awesome outfits where the women are totally, you know, displaying everything and uh which is smoking hot but you know a big part of the lifestyle for us and it, it has to do with all these things both you know getting into a little bit and and what the women wear and everything is that probably i would say probably the most um um one, one of the most uh, appealing things about it or, or positive things that we get from it is how sexy it makes linda feel and how um proud she feels and how confident it makes her because you can't be around this many people who are ogling you and complimenting you and wanting to know you and wanting to talk to you and wanting to touch you without walking away and feeling like man i'm hot <laughs> and so you go even to a place like desire or hedo or any of those places where you're naked and you know we're 43 years old we're not we don't have perfect bodies we work hard we do a lot i do a lot of push-ups and you eat a lot of rabbit food, but the fact is, you know, you're 43, you don't have a perfect body. And so to go to a place like that, where everybody tells you how hot you are all the time, and you go home like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm all hot. hot. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> oh, but you are hot. That's the thing. We've met you. You're hot. <laughs> well, that's sweet of you. But Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's sweet of you, but the truth is you feel it because people... And, and that's a great takeaway. I mean, you don't get that from other vacations. You go, you lay in the sun, you come home with a suntan. You go to Desire and you come home with confidence. It's it's awesome. So yeah, what's great about Desire too is you know the food is delicious. There's there's all you can eat, all you can drink, but you burn off so many calories fucking that you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between That's the true. dancing and that, you yeah. definitely can burn no off some question. serious calories. I think yeah. I lose weight when I go there because yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> to dance and have fun. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, so, so I have a practical question about Desire, just because we're uh, going to be planning on booking a trip for next year, and Desire can be expensive. And I know that I was just curious if you guys had any, if you guys had any um, places that you prefer to book through, like uh, Expedia, or if you just book directly through the hotel, or trying to get the best deal, because. If you just book right through the hotel, the nights are can be kind of expensive. Yeah, actually, we have found I'm a I'm a travel guru. I love traveling. It's a very expensive habit. Obviously, we go to Desire. This will be our eighth trip coming up. But um, I have found Orbitz or Expedia Travelocity. That's the cheapest way to do it. You can't beat it because although they can't discount the rooms, but they can discount that flight. And I we booked it for pretty cheap coming up in March. And that's usually a high time because it's spring break. Yeah. But, and, but and then it's much cheaper to go in the summer. July and August at Desire, the rooms, they discount the rooms quite a bit. So yeah. that's a cheap time to go if you just want to try it out. Right. But I, and, I book it through orbits all the time. Right. And for us, just like many people, we're in the room almost never because we want to socialize. We want to talk. We're not very social people outside of the lifestyle, but in the lifestyle, it's that's what you're there for. And everybody wants to talk, and everybody will meet you, and everybody will have dinner with you, and everybody will drink with you, and do shots and body shots and all sorts of stuff. But if you're, um, but if you're sitting in the room, it won't. <laughs> you know, you're going to know to meet people. And so the fact is, we're in the room almost never. So we book. I mean, we've stayed in the fanciest room. We've stayed in the oceanfront rooms. We've stayed in the jacuzzi suites. But the truth is, we usually. 
they book the keeper book the room. cheap room and, yeah. and live it up everywhere else because all the fun is outside the room. Yeah. Well, from the sounds of it, you desire so let's sleep in everyone else's room <laughs> anyway, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we just mosey around. You know, it's funny because coming from learning in the lifestyle about desire, when we first started going to clubs, I would stress out because it was so fast. The evening was so fast because you're on a time. I mean, you can only be at the club till so long. So the pressure is on like, hi, I like you. You're sexy. You talk for a little bit. And then they're like, well, let's go play. And you're like, wait a minute. At Desire, I've been naked in the pool with you all day. I know your life. I know where you live. I know your kids' names. I know what you do. Right. It's just I know about that mole on your ass. <laughs> yes, exactly. I know exactly what you look like before you get naked because we've been naked all day. Right. But it was <laughs> the pressure of the club was hard for me to get used to that. That was a big adjustment for me as a woman, that pressure of you just got to let it go. And if it's there and if it's not, it's not. Yeah, that's right. I mean, everyone has to figure their own way. And we've been in lifestyle now for about two, well, our very first trip to Desire was almost three years ago. But two and a half years, is two years, give or take, we've been actually, you know, swinging. So, um, and in that time, you have to learn a little bit of, you know, how slutty you are. I mean, how selective you want to be. Do you really just want to get laid? Or are you saying to yourself, no, only if I have a really good connection with people. Or, you know, if you go and you don't find somebody that you want, are you going to be comfortable being just the two of you that night? I mean, that's why you came. Or, or that's going to be enough for you, right? You know, you really have to work through some of those things. And, and we have. We've never, we, you know, we were out this past weekend and we went, all geeked up. I mean, we were decked out and we were hot and ready to go. And there was a ton of people. Yeah, you're. Up I mean, you know, you're showered, you're shaved everywhere, you're you're ready. Up, there were 400 couples signed up for the event, and we were like, oh yeah, it's gonna be wild, baby. And we just yeah. never found anybody that we made a connection with, and uh, we ended up saying, well, you know, it's just not here tonight, no big deal. We got back in the car and. We had to pull over on the side we of the road. We had to pull over on the side of the road. Oh, <laughs> that's hot. We're so, high schoolers. Yeah, we're going to get busted uh, by the police. I pulled over into the dark and turned the lights off. It's like, just play here for a minute. <laughs> so, like us, it sounds like when you're back home, not a desire that uh, parties are your bread and butter, but do you guys, have you guys done any one-on-one -on -one meetups or um, met up with, with another couple just for dinner and more of an intimate affair? Yeah, we have done um, meeting couples for dinner. In fact, one time, we always find that just a little tricky because sometimes their pictures on SLS, that's where we're on, are not quite right or they're older. Like we met a couple um, that was going to go to Desire the same time we were going to be there. So we said, well, they were from Michigan. We're from Ohio. Let's meet in the middle and let's have some drinks. So we, we got there a little early. I needed a little liquid courage. And um, this couple came in and sat down at our table. And we kind of looked at them like, who are you? Because you aren't the <laughs> pictures we've been looking at. And they said, oh, uh, those pictures are five years old. You're like, oh. Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah, you got to keep them You got to keep them relatively up to date. Yeah, that's true. That was a little bit of a bait and switch we right. thought. We all, right. we all know that profiles tend to be, you know, maybe I haven't adjusted my age in a year or so. And maybe, or two or maybe three. I, yeah, or maybe I haven't, you know, I've gained five pounds and I never put that, updated that on my profile. We all get that. I mean, you got to expect that. But we've met couples before and, you know, you're 50 pounds. I mean, it said 135. You're like 185, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. not even close. You know? yeah. so. But we, we have done that and we've had some success with that too. I like to dance and I like 
the party atmosphere. So we're more into the clubs or parties. Right. I'd say what we would tell people is if you're looking for the probability of finding someone that you have a connection with and that you enjoy, number one, absolute best is a lifestyle resort. Go to Hito, go to Desire. You're, you're guaranteed to find someone that you have a great connection with. So number two, uh, most probable would be um, probably like a house party um, because everyone's there for that. And so you're, if it's a large enough party, you know, with uh, 30, 40 couples, probably you're going to find someone. Third would be a club where everybody's there for that reason, but not everybody's there for, some just want the sexiness of the dancing and stuff, but really everybody's there because they want to watch the show. And there's often, particularly an on-premise club, you're going to see a lot of action. Um, and then past that, it's a little less probable that you're going to have a connection when you find a couple online and decide to meet for drinks or for dinner, because you often sit there and find that, you know, I've got, club I have a one in 200 chance of finding a good couple when I meet them for drinks I have a one in one chance you know and so it's a yeah although that setting can be a little bit less intimidating for some people yeah that's true yeah 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 it, it's yeah you guys are a lot like us in that it sounds exactly like 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 us where the party atmosphere is sort of where it's at you can meet you, you have the chance to meet a, a lot of people in one night and try to make connections but we we do know people where that's very intimidating and they prefer yeah. the one-on-one -on -one and they prefer the meetup they um it's just very well, it can be difficult to go from couple to couple and be social butterfly for some but yeah we enjoy it yeah and it also has to do with sort of how you like everybody has their own story and how they got into swinging and um for us it was going to part going to hotel parties to begin with for you guys it was traveling and so you guys got like we didn't get the the, the desire experience until we'd already been into things a little bit and then there's individuals who have only ever done one-on-one -on -one meetups and so it's a really kind of an in, intimidating thing yeah. to think about going to a hotel party so every, everybody's kind of got their preference but yeah just like you guys ours are the dance the 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 dance parties because the, the atmosphere just i don't think you can beat the sexiness of a dance party yeah and it's true whether it's a hotel takeover or a club particularly anywhere that's on premise if you're going to get a chance to see sex because you're going to it's going to be around it it ramps up it amps up the the, the hot factor big time i mean if, if you go to off-premise dance and there are some you know all over the place so they're usually everywhere it's kind of like a yeah our bar it's like a sexy cocktail party. I mean, there's not going to be any playing at the end with most people, so it's mingling and it's a little bit of grab ass and it's a little bit of you know uh, grinding, dancing. But in the end, everybody's going to go home. So um, all that's good. I mean, you know, whatever. But the best party, best you know, some of the most exciting, cool stuff that we have or see are places where where you know there's a pile of bodies i mean whether that's a desire or at a house party i mean we were at a house party um we were at a house party know, a year or so ago and uh, there wasn't anybody that really found that we were interested in and so um just the two of us said hey let's just lay down on this bed but you know in those parties it's kind of open people can see you um others you know maybe are going to lay down next to you or whatever and so we're laying there and we're naked and I'm on top of Linda and I'm kind of, you know, we're having a good time and, and I'm going away at her. And then another couple kind of comes and says, hey, do you mind if we lay next to you? And we had seen them earlier in the night. We talked to them a little bit and they said, we're like, sure, sure, go ahead, lay down, no problem. And um, I'm like going, going, oh yeah, this is good. Oh, this is really good. And then all of a sudden she starts squealing. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> What? What? Is it that good? Oh, you're loving it. Yeah, I'm on fire tonight, baby. And she was like, no, 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 stop, stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. 
And we look down and the guy who's laying next to us is sucking on her toes. <laughs> and I was like, he what? He grabbed my foot and, and pulled it up to his chest. And then he started licking my toes. I'm very ticklish yeah. on my feet. Yeah. And so I was squirming and, and uh, Phil, oh, it's good. It's good. I'm like, no, it's bad. Stop. <laughs> I was like, it's not bothering me, sweetheart. Just, just hang in there. I'm almost there. And his wife turns to me and she says, you're going to learn to like it. You're really going to learn to like it. I'm like, I'm so ticklish. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, it's true. Did you ever learn to like it? <laughs> no, I did not learn to like it. <laughs> No feet, thank you. Leave my feet alone. In one of our swinging sessions, I I, uh, was sucking the toes of a guy, and he had never had anybody do that to him, and he came almost instantly. He was like, oh, my God. You must have some hidden talent there, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I might have just surprised him more than anything. (laughs) Uh, Remember, you had one guy that you were with that he was like, no, I want you to pinch my nipples. Pinch my nipples. Yeah. And Linda was like, oh, okay, all right. Uh-huh. And he's, and she would do it. A little bit. He's like, no, harder. I like it really hard. I'm like, um, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I like, don't know what you want. I don't like it hard, so she doesn't know anything about that. So <laughs> finally, he's like, no, no, you've got it. you got to pinch him. And she squeezed, pinch him, and come. <laughs> and he's like, and made him come by squeezing his nipples. That was what he got into. Whatever. Everybody, oh everybody's got their thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> so you guys mentioned you mentioned Tito earlier. Have you have you actually been there, or is that somewhere that's you were um, you've ever thought about going? Yeah, actually, we did go. We we after being at Desire seven times, right. we, including incidentally, including there are two Desire resorts. One is in Riviera Maya. It was the original one. It's been there I don't know twenty years or something like that, and it's very fun and sexy. And we've been referring to it in our conversation here. But they opened about. In uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, in the spring of 2012, they opened another Desire Resort called Pearl, Desire Pearl, which is about mm, 15 minutes by car down the road. It's right near the same same spot in the Cancun area. And uh, so we have been there as well, which is very fun and very hot and very similar to the original resort. Although, you know, once you get comfortable with it, you, no- you notice all the little idiosyncrasies about which, which one has nice rooms, which one has nice food, which one has hotter people and that kind of stuff. But truly, they're both a very similar experience. So we had done that seven times between those two resorts when this past summer we said, we've got to find out about this Hedo thing. Everybody talks about Hedo. Everybody in the jacuzzi, they talk about Hedo. And um, the the reputation Hedo has, it's been around for, uh, I don't know, 40 years or something like that, um, is that it is a nonstop, off-the-hook awesome party like they you know everyone's got stories of naked conga lines and and just you know the most ridiculous off the hook party that you you can't you can't sleep because it's just so amazing and after we've been desire several times we're sort of looking for something exciting new and it sounded like let's try the party let's go where it's a wild party and it was nice to tell our family we're going to jamaica yeah. So we did go there this summer, and um, we were there in July. And, um, well, I don't know. You can explain it. Just... Yeah. Um, so obviously when we got back, we're, we're self-proclaimed desire enthusiasts. It's how we got involved in the lifestyle. And we, you know, we, we can be objective about the things that are good and bad about it. But the truth is it's a great experience, and we rave about it. We always say we ought to be getting commission from that place because we refer so many people to go there. But... Um, so we went to Hito totally open-minded. We're going to go and we're going to say, it's, you know, it's, it's an off-the-hook party and that's what we're here for. And heck, anything we're going to be naked and let around lifestyle people is going to be awesome. 
So we went with that attitude, and we did not. Tr we tried not to compare it the whole time we were there. We waited till we got home. But in the end, when we got home, um, we had a great trip. It was super fun. And in the end, it's all about the people you meet at these places. We all know it doesn't. Does it really matter whether you know the whether they serve rum or they serve tequila? I mean, who cares? Unless you're really addicted to one or the other, we don't care. We're there for the party and the people, and we met awesome people, so it was a great time. But, um, but you can't deny that the facility at Hito is not nearly as nice as Desire. We had no hot water for three days. Yeah. No hot water. Uh, I showered that's shaving as a woman, shaving all your parts with no hot water. Yeah. It was not uh, precise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the major difference between the two is Hito has single, allows single, yeah. male and female, yeah. and Desire is couples only. So, um, and I didn't know, I mean, we had a single guy before we've had single girls before but i didn't know if i would like that atmosphere as much and for me the single guys kind of you were wondering are they going to be creepers or are they going to be respectful and they're both i mean there were creepers and there were respectful mm -hmm. single guys mm -hmm. but the whole single people in general changed the atmosphere for us right right um, um it's it's a great place we we would people ask us would you go back again and we repeat yes i would go back again but that would be the day after Desire closes forever. Because if you, could, if you can go to Desire, don't bother going to Keto. Desire is just way better. I mean, that, that's our opinion. Yeah, our um, opinion. But that doesn't mean we have a lot of friends who love it. And needless to say, people go to Keto go 10, 20, 30 times and more. I mean, there are people, and then there are 100 times um, because it's a it really becomes cultish and a, an awesome party. Um, but the and it, party it's very was fun. not that awesome. Yeah, that was a bit of. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask: is if it was big of, as big of a party as no, you had heard. It was the party part was very disappointing. Every and you know when people found out that oh yeah you guys are love, love desire well you're going to love it here and every time they do something like somebody would dance naked on the pool deck I bet you don't see that at desire yeah we see that at desire yeah. they do a body <laughs> shot I bet you go I bet you don't see that at desire oh yeah we see body shots yeah. at desire it's the same yeah, and you're thinking little do you know yeah. do we see it at desire yeah. It's the same that's party in both places. So, um, so you can't, but that's just it. Is the party is awesome some nights and a little down some nights, both resorts. And in either case, all that being equal, why would you give up the nicer resort? resort the yeah, nicer food, the nicer employees, the nicer. Yeah, I mean, you can, when you fly into Cancun, you guys know because you've been there, it's 15 minutes from when you leave the airport till you're at Desire. You go to Hito, you land in Montego Bay, it's an hour and 45 minutes from the airport just to get to the yeah, resort. Stopping at everybody. Uh, uh, that's rough too. That is a while. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a long bus ride and they stop halfway there and get beer and you're like, I'm going to an all-inclusive, I'm not naked. paying for beer and I'm, I have clothes on. Do you people understand? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we're very spoiled because, you know, if we can fly from Detroit to Cancun direct. Well, you can't fly from Detroit to uh, Montego Bay year-round. Yeah. They don't fly direct, so you have to get a connecting flight. So it's just your whole day gets much longer to right. get there. Right. And then the resort itself is just not as beat no, up. It's older. and That's true. But, you know, uh, interestingly, though, it's a hot experience there. I mean, it's, it's, it is really fun. We, um, we, it sits right next door. Hito does. sits right next door to Sandals in Negril in Jamaica. And we have been, back in our previous life, before we realized the fun that there is in this world, 
we had been to that sandals as we visited all the sandals and we stayed there and we'd heard about that crazy wild stupid naked people that stayed next door so this time we were like well, let's just you know, let's go see how sandals looks next door so you walk down the beach and you go past the little guards uh, that let you onto the beach and right away they come up to you like who who are you Where, where'd you come from we're like oh we're just walking the beach we're right next door here over Hito and they're Oh, you were a hedo? The guards. The guards are real curious. Oh, oh what, what, what's going on over there? Is are there naked people there? Are there naked people? Like, yeah, yeah, naked people, dude. <laughs> and, oh, really? No, we, we've heard that they're, uh, that they do more than just get naked over there. We're like, really? You mean like, you're doing <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they sure do. <laughs> I mean, even right next door, they can't believe that that goes on in the world and goes on right next door at hedo. And, and it does. It's, yeah, but there's some differences. I mean, Hito, like, at Desire, I always feel safe as a woman at Desire. I feel like I could walk from one end of the resort to the other by myself at any time and not feel scared. Mm-hmm. Completely I'm, nude in the dark, and right, it's, right, you're exactly. fine. And at Hito, the very first night, we were in their famous jacuzzi, and all the girls were saying, well, if you have to go to the bathroom from this jacuzzi, don't go by yourself because it's back around the corner, and single guys stand out there sometimes. And it's a little scary, so don't go back there by yourself. I'm thinking, oh, uh, yeah, I don't like that. that. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, um, some of the rooms are on the Prude side, and they're very far away from this jacuzzi. And there was a single girl there with a group, and she was uncomfortable because there was a single guy putting some pressure on her. So she wanted to walk back to the room, and everybody's freaking out because she can't walk all that way by herself. So yeah, that, that sounds like water, a situation. Yeah, it was a little bit uncomfortable yeah, like that. Be. Like, you don't want to feel uncomfortable nude at a foreign country. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a great experience. You have to understand, too, we're not against singles. We think singles can be a lot of fun. And we, like Linda said, we've had a single man uh, on occasion, and it's really hot. I already told you how much I love watching. And watching her in pleasure um, – whether I'm involved in it, I mean, I'm always involved in it. It's not like I go sit in the corner, but I'm always involved in it. But whether I'm the one giving her pleasure or not is just totally hot. Um, and we've had single girls, too, um, on several occasions. Uh, in fact, even at Desire, where we've had, you know, girls that you meet a couple and you're just not into him and they're comfortable playing separate. So, you know, we take just her, which we've done that a couple of times. So singles aren't a bad thing. It can be a really fun sexual experience. Um, but at Hito, they tended to be a little more of a, for us in the in the trip that we were there, it was a little more of a meat market. Like, you know, they these guys have come all the way from, from uh, Toronto to be at Hito where he, they hear it's an awesome hookup and, you know, they're, they they want to get laid. So they, they don't mind mm-hmm. putting pressure on. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have um, a, couple, a couple more questions for you that we always want to try to get in with on these um, Singing on the Lifestyle uh, episodes. So the first one is, have you guys had any issues with jealousy because that's always you know that that's always it's always the demon that creeps its head up in the in you know in the lifestyle so have you guys had any issues that have um with 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 jealousy or anything we did a little bit in the very beginning just in the very beginning we were just a little bit unsure of um if you're not a little jealous it means you don't love your partner i mean you've got to be a little bit i mean We've only had each other. We, we've each other. We grew up in a, in a, both of our parents are very happily married, very, very happily married with both of them 45, 50 years of their marriage. And that's all we've ever known. It's all we would ever do. It's what we teach our children. 
And so monogamy is all we've ever known. And it's all, and, and, and frankly, we could have been very content with just each other our whole life. For us, swinging isn't about being bored with each other or even not being, you know, comfortable saying this is all there is. This could be all there is, just the two of us for our whole life, and we would not have missed it. What we found is that, you know, just like everybody, you like to watch a little porn, you like to play with toys, mm-hmm. you like to like to do some fancy stuff, whatever that is. And swing to us is just like that. It's just another way for us to have sex. It just that, you know, we also have another person there that, that becomes our play toy. I mean, that sounds kind of crude, but but that's the, oh, that's you know that's pretty much the classic swinger story. Is we are together, and everything else is just the icing on the cake. So right. that that's pretty common. Right. And and with that, I want to ask exactly. you guys if if you have a Sorry, go ahead. Well, the jealousy thing, she was just just saying, we had a little bit, when you first time you see your partner maybe with somebody else, or, you know, Mm -hmm. you get used to that idea of watching them kiss. Linda's a big kisser. She loves to kiss. And she'll she'll make out with somebody forever. And for a little while, you know, you kind of have to get to where, hey, you know, this is just, we're not making a connection, right? We're not, it's not intimacy. It's just about, it's just about the sex. But in time, you get more comfortable with that and you say, oh, go ahead. It's, that's hot. I mean, if that turns you on, be my guest. And, and uh, so you get, as, as the common axiom we've heard many times is, it's only kinky the first time. <laughs> it's only kinky the first time. So whatever it is, you, if you do it, you get a little more comfortable with it. And things you swore you would never do. You'd never even be interested in doing. If you keep your mind open enough, there's some awesome experiences out there. And swinging's been a great thing for our life. And we had an awesome marriage, and we still do an awesome sex life we still do we you know we have good kids who are well adjusted we have uh, we own a business we we you know we're, we're very well adjusted church going people and we have this great little secret in sex life that really makes our marriage better and our life better and it makes us more fun people it makes us happier that's just a fact so so i've got one more question for you that we're trying to ask everybody and that's uh do you have a sex bucket list and what's on it? Oh. We actually, uh, okay. one, yeah, one time is- at Desire, um, there was this very good-looking couple from Canada there. and yeah. we um, never heard of this bucket list. Yeah, yet. we I, we'd never heard of it. And she came up to us on our very last night there and she said, all right, you two. We'd talked to her on and off throughout the week and they were both very yummy couple. And she said, all right, you two, I've been watching you all week, and I know it's your last night, and you're on my fuck it bucket list, and you're mine tonight. <laughs> we were like, fuck it bucket list. And we were like, wow. fuck it bucket list. We have that. We have to have a fuck it bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she coined that term to us, and yeah. um, we do have one, and, and we actually have, we've gone through a lot of that, so now we have like a fantasy fuck it bucket list. Right, sort of like things you, wouldn't it be hot if we did, if that ever, that occasion ever occurred, would you be willing to do that? Well, maybe, it's on my fantasy fuck it bucket yeah. list, to be really like out there, like, um, uh, like, you know, would you ever have three guys, four guys, how about four, could you have four guys? <laughs> That's well, a lot of guys. Have, right. That's a lot of dicks to keep hard, I don't know. That's <laughs> Well, you're pretty hot. I don't think you'd have much to worry about as far as keeping it apart. You're sweet. Yeah, you guys are hot too. Yeah. So. Well, so it's um. So yeah, everybody has a little bit of a, a bucket list. It, interesting. We'll tell this quick story because the the girl had the fucking bucket list. She said to us, "I got this fucking bucket. You're on my fucking bucket list." Her, she's really sexy, super hot, sexy, and we're at Desire, and uh, of course, it's all couples there. So we're in the in the uh, uh, in the disco. And we're 
thing we're dancing in a bend is sitting over he's over at the bar kind of you know getting a drink or whatever and she's dancing between the two of us and it's getting hot it's getting sexy and, and linda's you know got juice flowing down her leg she's all turned on as she usually gets because she's all wet and um we said uh so finally they have beds right next to the disco but they had beds right next to the disco so you could actually kind of lay down a little bit right there in the disco so we we did we took this girl and we laid her down in the disco between the two of us and we start playing with her and we're touching her and and the girls are starting to moan and i'm like fingering both girls and i'm looking around like where is her husband dude you're missing out Sure enough, you stand over at the bar, and I, so I said to her, sweetheart, um, tell him to come on over. Tell him to come over. She says, no, no, he's fine. He's fine. He doesn't, he's fine. He's, he's okay over there. Don't worry about it. And we asked her two or three times, like, why don't you tell him to come over? Well, whatever. So, uh, you know, both the girls, I'm touching both of them. I'm fingering both of them. I go down on both of them. Both girls come. Everything's great. Oh, terrific. You know, we're sort of laying there in the afternoon. He never comes over. He's standing at the bar the whole time. He's watching. So finally we said, okay, well, that was really hot, really fun. We're going up to the jacuzzi. We're going to go lay on one of the beds up there. And we're ready to say goodnight to her. And she says, oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't. I'll, I'll be up there. I'll be right there. Like, okay. <laughs> More? Okay, sure. So we go up to the <laughs> bed and we lay it on one of the beds. And we lay there for just a second and say, wasn't that weird? Kind of, I mean, it was sexy. It was hot. And he just sat there and watched. That was pretty cool. And anyway, so we're laying on the bed. And sure enough, up the steps, the two of them come, and she comes over to the edge of the bed, and she jumps on the bed, laying between the two of us, thud, right between us. And she's like, hi. We're like, oh, hi. Where's where's your guy? Sure enough, he goes over, and he walks over to the bar to get a drink. And we're like, okay, maybe whatever you guys are into. So we start playing with her again, and the three of us are on the bed, and she's laying in between us. He comes over right next to the bed, and he kind of leaned up against the wall, close enough within you know 10 feet of the bed that he's standing right there, obviously, now watching with a drink in his hand, you know, stirring. And he's stirring the drink, and I can hear the ice cubes in the drink, like, clink, 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 as he's stirring it. And we're all <laughs> having so much fun, and I'm thinking, okay, he's staring. I know he's standing there watching. This is either creeping me out or turning me on. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, I'm going to Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. We'll go with turning me on, because this yeah. is pretty hot with her there, right. and he's watching. So, so. We, we play with her a little bit, and what would happen is she would jump up from the bed, and she'd, like, like walk over to the wall and she'd whisper to him. Then she'd come back to the bed and say, um, my husband, he wants to see me blow him, blow you to me. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Says, Is that okay? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. And then she, you know, suck me for a little while. And then she'd get up and go back over to the wall and whisper in his ear again. Then she'd come back and say, now he wants to watch me eat her out. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Fine, fine. So she'd keep, he'd tell her what he wanted and then she'd come back to bed and do it with us. So finally, I mean, it was, it was hot and you know eventually we kind of got distracted from her and we're with each other and i you know I, we're, we're having sex and uh we look around we're like where did she go sure enough she gets up she's over at the wall she leans over the wall naked we're all naked she's leaning this this wall like bent up against the wall with her ass sticking out and sure enough we looked over and you know he reaches over to his belt buckle and whoosh, slides out the belt now we're fucking at the time, and I was like, dead, no, stop. I'm like, stop. It's going to be hot. <laughs> we're going to watch this. Stop. Right. <laughs> so we stopped dead. Now, we're up at the jacuzzi bar where everybody's looking around watching in the evening, and everybody's watching this show, and we're looking at it like, we're not into that. If anybody's interested. <laughs> we were just watching. We were just having sex. So, um, yeah, and sure enough, he pulls out the belt and he starts smacking her ass. Yeah. yeah. And With so, belt. yeah, and we're sitting there watching like, how, where do these people come from? And, uh, eventually they laid down in the bed, bed next to us. Um, we, we have sex. I finished. He, she, uh, I don't know, sucks him off or something. And he comes all over her tits and she is so proud, you know, her tits, she's like 
puts her tits out and she's so proud, a big smile on her face, just like like that submissive look, like, oh, I'm I'm just so proud that he comes on me, you know. Yeah. It was it was a hot, amazing experience. And it was kind of it's like It's one of those that you walk away like, did we just do that? Did we just do that? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I'm a mom. That sounds like quite the experience. Yeah, that is a hot story. Yeah. Yeah, so. it was it was anyway, hot. so she's the one that told us that we were on her fucking bucket list. So yeah. ever since <laughs> Yeah, we gotta get one of those fucking bucket lists. I need one of those. That's hot. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it's 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 been great having you two on. It's been you guys are a very fun couple, and it's awesome to hear about desire and all your sexy stories. Very very fun. Oh well, thanks. thanks. That's nice. Well, we know you for your listeners because you know we are listeners too occasionally, and we have you know we imagine what you look like, and um, you know we've had the chance to meet you. And for all the listeners out there. Yep, they're the sexy couple that you think they are. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. They're young and they're hot, just like you think they are. Their voices <laughs> do them justice. So, well, thank you. Thanks. So, JB, why don't you thank them again and then wrap it up and take us home? All right. Well, we'd like to thank our friends uh, Linda and Phil for joining us on this episode. And if you guys want to reach them, you can contact us through swingingaround at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to forward off any of your questions, comments, uh, sexy compliments to them, and we'll, we'll forward it along. You can find us on Facebook. We're Swinging Around. You can also find us on Twitter, Swinging Around, no G at the end of Swinging. And please go on iTunes or Stitcher, send us some feedback, rate us, give us some, uh, give us some love. Yeah, yeah, definitely give us those ratings. The more ratings that we get on iTunes, the higher profile we are, more people see us, more listeners, more awesome interviews for you guys. Yep, and uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor for the show, which is Behind Closed Doors. They run house parties. They're considered to be a club here in Michigan, although they do have people come from all over the Midwest to, to come to their house parties. It's a whole lot of fun, and you can find them at... They are Behind Closed Doors on SLS or BehindCloseDoorsMI.com. All right, everybody. Stay sexy and stay swinging. <laughs>